Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean Aylmer, and as always, I'm joined by economist Stephen Kukoulos. You'll find him at thekook.com, T-H-E-K-O-U-K.com, and on Twitter, hmm, X, I think it is, using the handle The Kook. Stephen, good morning. Uh, and a very good morning, Sean. Now, are you an X fan rather than Twitter? An X fan? I don't like the name change. I've got so used mm. to the old Bluebird and all the rest yeah. of it. And, uh, yeah, so I hope um, Mr. Musk knows what he's doing there and it yeah. still becomes or remains a, a way to sort of see different things, exchange a few views and, and the like. It's a useful, for me anyway, a data source and just to sort of put a few arguments out there. So anyway, we'll see what happens with X, the X factor. Now, let's get into it. Massive week coming up, but the Reserve Bank meets tomorrow, the Reserve Bank board meets tomorrow, but we can't talk about that without mentioning what happened last week, which was the inflation figures in Australia for the June quarter, not quite as hot as uh, we thought they might be. Yes, it was It was welcome news. And not only from what the market consensus was forecasting for the inflation rate, but also from what the Reserve Bank had been putting in their recent statements on monetary policy, where they, of course, they outlined a whole range of their forecasts for GDP, wages, unemployment, and, of course, inflation. So the fact that we had the headline figure in annual terms coming in at 6%, quarterly was 0.8, the lowest in about three years. So that was encouraging to see. But even the trimmed mean, which is sort of the underlying measure, which excludes a range of volatile items, uh, it came in at 0.9 for the quarter, 5.9 5.9 for the year. So, look, inflation's still high, but we've got to be careful not to double count the very high inflation numbers in the second half of 2022, which is still in the year-on-year run rate. Instead, focus on the more recent trends, which are which are clearly down. And I think that'll give the Reserve Bank Board tomorrow a, a degree of pause for thought. And remembering that you know they've paused a few times so far this year, I think the case for another pause is, is very strong now, p- partly because that inflation number was just so much lower than they were expecting, put it that way. It's kind of hard for the Reserve Bank, given what they said four weeks ago about wanting to see the data before making any decision, to then see soft data. I suppose you can argue that the labour market's still hot, but to be fair, but it, it kind of puts them in a bit of a difficult position if they want to lift rates. If they want to lift rates, yes, on the labour force numbers, as you quite rightly pointed out, they came out a couple of weeks ago and they were really strong, you know, three and a half unemployment rate still, despite the fact that the economy's slowing down. But on the inflation front, if they were to put them up now, the sort of sales pitch or, you know, the uh, vocalising of what they're doing would be very difficult, I think, for Dr Lowe. And remembering that he's only got a couple of board meetings to go until he hands over to Michelle Bullock. But, I, and I think... And I know the Fed hiked last week too to towards five and a half percent for the Fed funds rate and and the like. But we've had pauses from other central banks coming through loud and clear as inflation's fallen. And given that the Reserve Bank has really got an eye on inflation, and they've said both Michelle Bullock and Philip Lowe have said they do have more than just a casting eye on the unemployment rate. And that narrow path, to use that quote, that they want to get the economy going through. They don't want to cause recession and unemployment to spike, you know, prohibitively. They want to get the economy slowing, inflation down, and maybe, just maybe, they'll tolerate inflation being, you know, a few ticks higher for a few quarters longer if that means that the unemployment rate can stay a little bit lower than it might otherwise be. We'll find out more about what the Reserve Bank's thinking late in the week too because it puts out its statement on monetary policy. 
Indeed, and that quarterly statement is something that all economists and a whole bunch of other people look at too. You know, it's usually 60, 70-odd pages of really detailed analysis. They usually pluck out a couple of really hot topics to put in what they call their uh, boxes, uh, sort of in between the, the regular commentary on the economy. So what's in there, I'm not sure. We don't know yet, but I would hazard a guess it'll be to do focused very much on the inflation side. But also, as I mentioned earlier, yeah, they put in the comprehensive forecast for the economy and um, what they say about GDP, the unemployment rate, and then wages and inflation will be sort of the benchmark for the next three months for financial markets. So I dare say they'll probably be revising GDP down just a smidge, not much. The, the, the growth performance is slowing as they thought. The unemployment rate's probably sort of on the trajectory they thought. But as we mentioned before, that inflation number last week was, you know, a, a good quarter to half a percentage point below what they're assuming in February. So they'll probably have to tweak down the inflation forecast. And phew, that's a good thing. It'll be nice yeah. to see some, some good news on the inflation front. And I mean, in terms of how the economy is going in their forecasts, we have both retail trade and building approval data out too. Two key indicators on you know, GDP growth and spending and investment and activity in the economy. You know, we know retail sales have been pretty weak, so we get both the monthly and the quarterly number, which feeds into the GDP result for the June quarter, a soft result inevitably. We know that consumers are hunkering down. Building approvals, gosh, they're, they're all over the place. We had a plus 20% last month after many months of decline, and that was because I think there were two high-rise approval buildings in New South Wales. That's right, yeah. So they're yeah. very, very choppy. So they're probably going to be sort of edging down month on month, but really the trend for new construction is still pretty weak. We've got building companies going belly up. Uh, unfortunately, which is putting a bit more of a constraint on the supply of new dwellings. And it's the end of the month, so we'll get CoreLogic Data's information on house prices. Indeed, and we know from the uh, the more high-frequency daily data that they put out, we're going to see probably a rise of around about 0.8 or 0.9% for the month of July, which is another month. I think we're now up to five months in a row where house prices have been increasing. They've probably got from the low point, which was recorded in February, a rise of around about 4.5%, give or take a few decimal points. But, you know, the housing market's doing reasonably well despite these high interest rates. Good old supply and demand work. We've got, you know, hot demand from a really strong level of immigration. Supply, as we just mentioned on the building approval side, is pretty weak. We're not building enough houses. And, you know, even with interest rates where they are, the labour market's strong, which is allowing people to sort of still borrow money, I suppose, yeah. and, and bid that extra few bucks on uh, on a house. So uh, we've got this whole sort of mishmash of things impacting housing. But for the moment, it's putting upward pressure on house prices. Stephen, you're going to have a great week, aren't you, with all this information oh, coming out? Can't wait. RBA mm. weeks, and particularly when we've got a statement of monetary policy coming through, is just sort of like a win-win situation for me. <laughs> Enjoy it. Thank you. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on Twitter using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. <laughs>